Hello everyone, welcome back to another installment of the Film Me In podcast where this week we're going to film you in family style. And for some reason I'm doing like a, a Robert De Niro like hand thing. I'm a not little, sure little Godfather maneuver. Um, family, family, family. I would rather um, watch We're talking Godfather. about some Fast and Furious movies, baby! Here, as always, it's me, Xander, the the the, the Xander, um, the host with of the most, the, the host with the most hair, not the most bald. family. I'm bald. No, because you are bald. I've I've got, I'm, I'm I'm a big bald. <laughs> um, <laughs> so not much family. <laughs> not it's much family. Bit, maybe. Um, with me, as always, is Hamish Beeson. Hello, hello. Uh, Joe Cook. Hello. And Alex Young. Sorry, that was Hello. the Doppler effect. And this week we are doing something fun where we've... Two of us <laughs> have gone away and watched a random Fast and Furious movie. And the other two have gone away and watched another random Fast and Furious movie. It's real fun. We had fun with it. But first of all, who wants to tell me a bloody moan? Joe, moan to me, please. I want to moan about my skin. I hate my skin. Right. Right. How? I don't know how these, like, celebrities and people have, like, the best skin ever. This is going to be really good for retention. Why is it that my nose is always so red, even though I cream it day and night, and I cream my whole face, and I wash it, I do everything under the sun, and my skin is still absolutely terrible? Do you think I look like a freak? Do you just wash it with water? Because that's what I do, and I still have, like, a few spots, yeah, but I don't overuse moisturizer or anything. Maybe just I use wash face, your face. Wash, water, and moisturizer. Maybe just wash your face. And cream. The phrasing on that was so poor, Joe. Mm. How so? You're creaming your nose, are you? You're creaming your face. Well, I don't know how I would get it on there, but like, it's, in your in Just, your terms, just, but... just sounds a bit rude, doesn't it? Um, yeah, Joe, your, your skin does suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Joe. Anyone else got a moan? I have a moan. Please? Yeah, go on. Alex. Estate agents. They Ooh. suck. I've been trying yes. to organise viewings for houses and ch- ask for offer forms and just ask simple questions like, do the windows open? Because you'd be surprised about the amount of flats that don't have opening windows. And they what? just don't reply to me and they just don't get back to me. And I'm emailing and I'm calling and I'm just getting nothing back. And it sucks. That does suck. Um, I've been around estate agents for a long time in my life. And yeah, most of them do suck. Yep. Hamish, anything to moan about? I have about? a gargantuan moan. Um, gargantuan? Yeah. Bounty bars, right? I fucking love them. <laughs> right? Yeah! So, no. so my, my little autism, right? I, I pick a food and I like to eat that food for a while, right? Um, yeah. And... Currently, my hyperfixation is bounty bars, and yeah, you kind of like you you assume that everywhere sells like bounty bars because it's like the same as a Mars bar, it's the same as like a chocolate bar. You you get the idea. It's like the yeah. British trifecta. They don't. Where the so I. I like had this weird craving the other night, and I went to order some on like Deliveroo in this like fit of madness, and. 
not only did I, like, find, like, only two shops that sold them in my local area, but they one of them were sold out. I bought their last two, right? I understand that Bounty doesn't exactly have a massive, like, market. But no. who the fuck is making them sell out? You. You. No, because I. This yeah. is recent. <laughs> and furthermore, well, it's gonna be someone else that's like you, who is autistic, and their current hyperfixation is bounty. Furthermore, as well. why is maybe it's a pregnant woman? Why is there only two two places in the entirety of like where I live, which is not like a. Like a, a, it's, it's not fucking rural yeehaw England. Oh no, Joe, you've doxxed us. Like, <laughs> we live in, like, an urban area full of shops. Why the fuck can I find a bounty bar? Well, Sorry, no, it's go. the same with me and raspberry jelly. I have my current hyperfixation well, is raspberry one. jelly, but, like, nowhere, like, selling, like, the full pots of, like, raspberry jelly. No, but, like, raspberry... I'm, like, fist-fighting children in Aldi for them, you know? <laughs> I have actually watched Alex like just, just make one, Hamish. Seen like the jelly in Aldi, and peel off like some sort of like F twenty two like fighter jet, and like zigzag between people and just fucking swoop in like a hawk grabbing a field mouse. I love my like. Jelly. <laughs> I love my and the, what what was it that you said to like there was a child, Alex, and they were like. Their mum went, you can't have jelly. And you just walked up and picked it up in front of them and walked away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was the last packet of jelly. I was just like, well, your mum said no, kids. So <laughs> it's mine now. <laughs> My turn. My you turn. just came swooping in. <laughs> but yeah. Jelly. I'm surprised you didn't like fly, flap your wings and go, Kah! That's why I was like going through like Tesco's when I found out Aldi didn't have any left. I was like frantically searching through the shelving, like where is it? Where's the jelly? <laughs> you know. But here we are. You know what? You know what winds me up when I get something from Aldi that's like, oh wow, this is really cool. And I get like that fixation on it. Yeah. And then I go back the week after, and it's not fucking there. Yeah, because they change like, their stock like every week. I know. Why? Why would they do that? Why would they, they do that? They used to sell hash brown balls, and now they. Why don't. would you want a ball? I really enjoyed hash brown balls. Why would you want balls? a bowl of hash brown? Just get the regular hash browns. They're like eighty p. No, but the shape was enticing. <laughs> Look what I've done. I've I don't know. Food I've in different shapes is like cool, isn't it? Haven't I? Yes, you have because they they sold like, for for one week. They sold Weetabix crispy minis, and they're like I love those. Excellent, they're so good. And then I went back the week after, and they're not there. And now they only sell them in like ASDA for like a box for four pound. I'm, like, I'm not gonna pay. Get my Amazon. Get on my Amazon. Oh my god, that's actually genius. I um, used to order boxes of Capri. You can bulk buy on Amazon. It was, um, it was my happy. Treat. Xander's hands are. Furiously tapping away. Do you think people. I could order the jelly on Amazon? Probably. Ooh. You could get bounty on Amazon. Oh. Easy. Wait, I got a second! Oh. Hang on! Wait a second. I can get. I got a second! Oh, they're trying to fleece me here. <laughs> a pack of two for 15 quid? Uh, uh. Maybe you should have gotten while they were there, Zander. That's outrageous! I can bulk buy seven bounty bars for a fiver. <laughs> this is, okay, forget the film, fellas. We're going to be doing uh, shopping uh, tips and tricks with um, <laughs> poor students. 
Main topic. Woo! Woo! Um, Fast no, and Furious. Go, go away. So, to Ooh. celebrate the release of Fast X in cinemas around the world, um, there's too many Fast and Furious. There's just not enough time um, to talk about all of them. So, what I figured we'd do is we'd... Uh, I put all our names in a spinny wheel and split us up into teams. And so, it was, um, it was me and Joe and Hamish and Alex. And then, I, on another spinny wheel, put all... 10, technically, Fast and Furious movies um, in a wheel. And the first two that came out, we had to watch. And they ended up being The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, which is what Hamish and Alex watched. And me and Joe watched Furious 7. Yeah. Do do you Um, guys want to start? Because me and Alex are happy to watch you suffer in your misery. I mean, I have, I have, made, I have a little introduction. Ooh, you have on. a little introduction. Okay, so we'll yeah, start so, off with uh, Furious Seven. All right, go on. So we know, we know Siwan, fellow podcast uh, host. Light of our lives. She warned me that I told her about this happening, and she warned me that the best of the bunch is Furious Seven, so we'd be lucky to get that. <laughs> and when you, when you sent the email, when you sent the message you saying we had Furious Seven, I was like, oh, there we go, let's go, and. I watched it, and let me tell you how disappointed I was. I mean, if that's the best of the bunch, this film franchise is trash. Oh my god. Oh, do I, continue. I, I can attest to this, because I came into Joe's room last night to see him lying on his bed, looking like some sort of, like, soon... I look like melted ice cream. to be euthanized, <laughs> like, patient with some sort of chronic illness... Oh like he—he he looked as if he was like just edging towards like the end of the line, and I was like, "Are you all right, Joe?" And he went. He looked at me. I went, "Why doesn't it end? Why?" <laughs> <laughs> this had no right being two hours and twenty. Two hours long. and twenty like, minutes. Ours was like an hour such and a long half. Film. What? what? Ours, ours was an hour and forty. Wait, wait. Where do we begin with this, Sander? Where do we begin? Uh, so I wrote my, my I also wrote an opening statement, Your Honor. Um, <laughs> okay. So so this feels insincere because I actually already saw this one with no context when it was first released. Um, this was the first one I ever saw, and I have since seen all of them. And I am of the opinion that this is kind of like the best one. Um, but I haven't seen it in That's a while. I haven't seen it in a while, so we'll see how it holds up. Let's do this. Did it? Did it hold up? I, I, I think it's solid. Right. I think it's rock solid. So what happened? It's in solid that one? in the fact that if I pushed this out of my ass and it was solid, I'd be so I'd be in so much pain. <laughs> it's that sort of solid. I'm like, I don't want this in me. Get it out. Good God. You're, like, you're getting your what stomach pumped. Film? Yeah. Can you give us like a breakdown yeah. of the plot? Because me and Alex. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, we watched absolutely. a recap, but like at some point it all just blends together. I didn't have that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let me find a really good plot of this. Yeah, okay. if you read a rough thing of the plot and then I'll interject when things things annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the. um, It's a sequel to. Hang on. That's. <laughs> Is it a sequel to Fast and Furious 6? That's what it's saying. That's literally (laughs) the first line of it. What? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Um, Dom and his family family are caught in a quagmire. 
Giggity. Quagmire. When Giggity. Shaw's brother seeks bloody revenge, oh. they must not so only I... deal with their enemy, but also save a crucial program from falling into the wrong hands. So I'm presuming the the guy in the bed at the beginning is bold bloke's brother. That's another thing. This film is too many bold people. I wrote down this film is cars, asses, and bold men. That's what this <laughs> franchise is. <laughs> and none of them are Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide. Exactly. Like, Pitbull's going the on? best bold bloke, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Um, so um, it was released back in 2015. It's the seventh one in the franchise. Um, it was it's the biggest by far. It made at the end of its run 1.5 billion dollars, the highest grossing of the franchise. It has an 81% uh, critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, with a 82% audience score, which I believe is the highest for the franchise as well. Who watched this? And it has 7.1 on IMDb, which I also believe is the highest. What the hell? They were paid. No one watched this Um, film and went, oh, that was really good. That's not true, Joe. So, um, Don't you dare, Zander. Don't you dare. I I made, I showed you guys earlier, I made a boatload of notes. Mm. A boatload. I'm going to kind of, I'm going to kind of go through some of these and Joe, feel free to as well. Um, oh, oh, I will. <laughs> so, so I, 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 we'll go through it chronologically. Um, the opening one shot, kind of slapped. Loki. What was the opening shot again? It was like a, it's like a one shot of, uh, of Jason Statham, Statham, the Stath. I call oh, him. Oh yeah, that's what I knew. This film was trash because and there he, was like CGI fire. And he <laughs> like walks, he walks through a, he he stood at a hospital bed and then walks out of it, and it turns out he's like he's killed everyone in the hospital and blown it up. And it's just like a one-shot as he walks through the hospital. I was like, that's kind of slaps. That, however, introduced a really annoying bit about this film. Speed ramping. Stop it. It goes... Like, every shot speed ramps. If it's an established shot, speed ramp. If it's someone walking, can you speed explain, ramp. Can you it's so annoying. Just speed play ramping it. is? Yeah, please. So, a normal shot would be someone walking at normal speed. If it was a speed ramp, it would start at normal speed, then speed up, and then get like so it speeds oh, up. Oh right, okay. So it's like so, okay. So say it's a shot of a building, it would like zoom in a bit and then go. Yeah, oh. yeah. And it happens all the time. That, that, those shots give so me motion sickness. I'll be honest. Now that you've said that, they actually do happen all the time. It's so annoying. Like stop um, it. I I neglected to mention who directed this at the start oh, because no. I made a note of it saying this, this isn't true. Ja- surely James Wan directed this, the horror man. And I said, the oh shit, man. oh shit, we cooking for real, like. And then this his man barbecue went... tipped over because. <laughs> no, like James James Wan proves himself here to be like a really competent action director. Uh, according to Joe, think, no, no, it's too many, too many cuts. <laughs> no, it's too I, many cuts. I, th- I, don't, I disagree. I think the best part of this movie is a lot of the action. Um, well, that's what anyway, you watch um, them for. You don't watch it for the family, do you? <laughs> I, I wrote that I've come for the cars, not the women. Like, yes, um, do you know what I mean. I. I <laughs> I wrote what in in big bold letters bunder because there is there, there's so there much there is so ass. much jiggling and close there, there ups. Was, I don't care. There was so much ass on my screen, and this was when they attended um, the race war. Oh, um, that hasn't aged uh, quite so well, has uh, it? Yeah, no. Apparently, the race wars um, they invented them, and I said I think my granddad has something to say about that. Oh my god. 
Is that funny? Oh no! Is that funny? I th- I, that's a that's a good that joke. A I good thought. Joke. No, it, no, it, was, it is. It's incredibly it funny. Joke. I just don't know whether or not that's going to get cut or not. <laughs> I mean, one thing we have missed already, I think, is the is her name. I don't even know her name, but the Rodriguez woman. Michelle. She's she's lost her memory. Oh yeah, she's lost she her memory. Brainwashed, doesn't she, or something like that? And then somehow at the end, Joe, Joe, if you you don't actually know the backstory, she dies in four. She doesn't die. She's missing for five. No, she doesn't die. She's assumed what? that she's dead. At the end of four. What the hell? So then in five, she's mi- she's missing, and then they find her in six, but she's working for the baddies. So then they do a street race to remind her of how much she loves racing and her family. Yeah. I should not yeah. Yeah. That's what happens, and it works. That is trash. It's trash, yeah. Um, no, 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 no. Dom, Dom has to race her to, like, win her back the same way they met. <laughs> um, also, in this, she's driving in flip-flops, and I couldn't help but <laughs> It was driving a driving a race in a race war, by the way, race war. Um, Stop and he's it. driving it. <laughs> he's driving in flip flops. And also, for some reason, Dom's car has piercings on the bonnet. It like it looks like nipple rings <laughs> on the bonnet of his car. Oh god! Yeah. Just, I didn't even notice that. So I was looking away because I was bored already by the intro. Um, then we introduced to Paul Walker. I put Ripperonis. No, 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 no! Don't we have a Vin Diesel being a grave robber first? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, we do, we do, please, please. <laughs> He's about to smash a grave at night. <laughs> what Why? movie did you watch? <laughs> also, I, also, I should, um, so sorry, they... real quick. For anyone at home who is of the age to drink, I've been told that the drinking game for this game is to drink a whole Corona every time you see a Corona on screen. Uh, <laughs> You'll be gone. You'll oh, be gone, don't shut up about fucking drinks yeah. in this film. But um, no, there's someone, there's a grave. For Letitia Ortez, I put, who the hell is that? And then in brackets, oh, it's just that woman. Because it's supposed to be that woman. Um, and then Vin Diesel gets like a, a shovel and is about to smash it. And he's like, no. Or oh, it's more like, no. Um, Sorry. And so he doesn't smash no. it. I got friends. <laughs> no. I got graves. I got graves. It's so painful for me to hear, or like... All this shit and Vin Diesel, because ri- the Chronicles of Riddick and Pitch Black are so two of my favorite movies. And like, yeah, but is it because no, of Vin, Vin Diesel, Diesel makes those movies. movies? Like his character, well, no, he made them. They're, like they're pretty much no, no, he didn't make them, but like they're pretty sure he like oh, finds like, home them. movie. But, like they're so fucking good. <laughs> Vin Diesel's home movies, and now like there's so much shit on Vin Diesel. Continue. I'm intrigued. I have I have much more terrible stuff to say about Vin Diesel. Um, then Black Adam shows up. <laughs> I'm disappointed that he wasn't wearing a safari jacket like every other role. <laughs> um, and then he's um he, he he's really nice to this woman who who he works with. Who spoiler alert for number eight is the f- mother of Dom's child. What crazy? Oh, anyway, yeah. um, huh? And he the Rock starts threatening Jason Statham. And there's something about The Rock threatening someone that is just so wonderful to me. One of them is, you just earned yourself a dance with the devil, boy. It, it, that's the whole, that's the whole tweet. It, it, that's it's the tweet. always on the same vein of, 
You've just opened a can of whoop ass, and this whoop ass is eight foot tall and is so much more muscular than you. There are, <laughs> there is, are so yeah. many lines like that. I have written them down, and I will be reading. In every, in every rock movie, it's like, listen here, son. Let me tell you of the can of whoop ass you have just unboxed from this four pack of whoop ass that you just bought wholesale at Walmart. You an ice cold beverage of pain. <laughs> First, I'm going to break you in half with this can of whoop-ass, and then you're going to be made to drink the whoop-ass. Like, it's, it's all I'm the I'm going to break same. your fingers in six yeah, different ways. It's, yeah, it, it's like watching Steven Seagal. Like, oh, don't talk bad about my man. So, he, he should be in a fast <laughs> movie, because then it would be just total trash. Can we watch trash. Steven Seagal on The Rock fight it out? <laughs> in a fast, in a fast movie. movie. Here, here was something that confused me, Xander. I don't know if you noticed this, but the opening credits list Gal Gadot. She's in a photograph in the movie. That's it. Yeah, no, Why she died. Why is she in the opening credits? She died in the last one. Why is she in the opening credits then? She's not in this movie. Um, because they use her image, so they've got to pay her. What? I guess. <laughs> what? I think after, I guess like, that once they get no like, notoriety or something, even if it's like a mention, they owe them like royal. They'll, they'll try to claim <coughs> anything. So because she's obviously like Wonder Woman sense. now, she's by she's like big and massive. They'll they'll milk everything basically. Um, th- this is where I first put that. Um, you can tell that James Wan directed this because the action is stupidly well shot. I feel, especially in this first action sequence between Jason Statham and The Rock. I think it's really well done. I thought, I thought some of the fighting, the continuity between it wasn't good. Because sometimes, like, there's the fight in the moving truck when they're on the road trying to get the that woman. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Um, like Paul Walker would punch, and in the next shot, he's not punching anymore. Like some of the continuity didn't match up, and I thought, mm. yeah, how dare I? Know, I, f- I feel like it. I feel like it worked <laughs> a lot. Like, I, I don't know, maybe. Maybe I'm just like I turn my brain off already. Like it's silly. It's a silly car movie. Like, um, yeah. And I gotta know whose idea it was to <laughs> sideline the Rock for the whole movie, because I need some answers. Like he's by far the most charismatic person in the cast. Like why sideline? Yeah, but he would have changed the whole power um, dynamic of the, D- of the power dynamic of the the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> uh, Batman, so, you've yeah, just opened a can of whoop ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, you were talking about Paul Walker's under. Like, yeah, you know. yeah. So, so obviously during this, um, while they made it, he he passed away, um, and so they they bravely decided to just do it anyway, um, and just tr- get his brother to film his scenes for him and try and CG over him, and I think for the most, I. I think for the most part it works. I think the only noticeable bit was the like the last few shots. But the rest of it I thought was seamless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can tell when it's not him, but like not yeah, in a way that cut like away or... exactly, exactly. Like there's barely any shots of his face, so they've they've yeah. done it well in that sense. But like it's so obvious when there's a scene where it's like, oh right, he's just not there. That's yeah that's, I, I think that's well one of the done. strong points about this film though it, it's a very touching tribute to him i mean the, the film ends with a montage of like yeah. all his appearances in yeah, the man. films um so that's really nice we'll get to it we'll get to it um <laughs> it's i think it's such a shame that vin diesel and the rock are such mortal enemies now because they actually kind of have good chemistry with each other that- I, I, I don't think vin diesel has good chemistry in this film with anyone <laughs> like 
Who's the woman he's with again? I can't remember the character's names. Letty. Letty. He. I do not believe for a second that they married each other or that they love each other. Like, I, I kind of like... And also, this, the next scene coming up was... um. He um he goes up to the woman who is... You spoke of as in the Fast and Furious Yeah, Hayes, yeah. And he's, he just walks up, like, completely like this. Nipples protruding. You okay? <laughs> that man is emotionless. They're like fucking like, turrets, whole film. aren't they? Like, <laughs> you've probably seen in the trailer, they, they jump out of... Um, this plane in cars and he's just in the car like this just like motion <laughs> the whole there is like there is no emotion jo- jo- yeah <laughs> this, this, this is audio only but joe just uh looked at emotionless at the camera just to like oh, yeah uh, um, just for context bad etiquette it's like a fucking totem pole it never changes expression he's like he's like the things on easter island we're just, we're just laying into him, you know. Don, like, don, you um, give me family. And um, we've got a, uh, we've got another quote from, uh, from Vin Diesel. Please say it's the one I've got as well. Yeah, please. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Well, you want me to say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he says this to. So this is an exchange between Vin Diesel and uh, uh, whatever his name is. Uh, I am group guy. I can't remember. But, uh, Vin Diesel. <laughs> What's his name? Vin Diesel. Wait, did um, you just say between Vin Diesel say, and Vin Diesel? He said Vin Diesel, <laughs> Diesel and Vin that. Diesel. <laughs> He's looking at, no. Between Jason Statham and Vin Diesel. So Jason Statham says, what are you going to do? And Vin Diesel says, the words ain't even been invented yet. Oh, God. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> um, and then, um, where is it? Yeah. Oh, then it's the end of Tokyo Drift. Which means that Tokyo Drift is now chronologically the sixth one because Han dies. Han dies in this oh, he movie. Doesn't, though, does he? Yes, he does. He fucking does die in this movie. Wait, does he die in a, does he die in the previous movie? He then? dies in the end credit scene of six and in this that is one. So terrible. And halfway through Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Wait, does Hang he on. die they again? Use... So no, they it's the same credit scene. And it's in the one same shot death. in yeah, this no, film. No, no, no. You know when he, he doesn't you know die he because he comes back. He's in the trailer for X X. Yeah, he 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 like gets X's brought X's back because it turns out it was like an inside job to get him to fake Jason, his death. Yeah, Jason Statham hits him with a necromancy. Yeah, so yeah, so at the end, so halfway through Tokyo Drift, he dies in the same way he dies in the post-credit scene of Six, and halfway through this movie as well. Um, so we know that Jason Statham's a shit because he killed him. He does um, nothing in this film. Jason Statham. He's just there. He just he just keeps that, popping his up. Whole, his whole gimmick is, oh, you killed my brother, so now I'm going to hurt you. But like he just random like in so, sorry, Dubai? Is that to, where they go? To requote that, you've just killed my brother. I'm going to hurt you. I'm, I'm British. British. He just gets, I'm British. He, he just pops up like they're just, they're just on their own adventure. And then suddenly an elevator opens and he's just there. Yeah, he's, he's just everywhere. I just like, pop, I like him. I find him oddly charming. I don't know what it is. They're good in Hobbs and Shaw. They're good in Hobbs and Shaw. They are um, phenomenal on Hobbs and Shaw. But we're not allowed to speak about that movie because that's a good movie. Um, Back to Fast and Furious 7. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Then Vin Diesel and Jason Statham drive headfirst into each other and walk (laughs) out with no scratches. I wrote that down. That was so terrible. They drive at like like eight... they, There's so many to, action replay shots. Of yeah, like, they're, vroom, they're, vroom, vroom. they're trying to get up to 88 miles an hour, but they get in each other's way. 
It's um, why did they yeah, need to get to eighty-eight track. miles an hour? It was a to to travel back show. in time to save that guy oh, who dies in the no, post-credit scene. No, no, please. No, we're taking the piss. No. Oh, okay. I would see. I nearly no time machines in These films are so stupid. They put duct tape on a car and shot it into space and crashed it into a fucking satellite. These films are ridiculous. I'm I'm waiting for the end of Fast the Fast and Furious franchise to be the same as Avengers Endgame. Like Dom's like sitting there bleeding out in front of Jason Statham, (laughs) and all he hears is family and then a portal opens and out comes the rock (laughs) out comes baby driver like every car movie (laughs) fucking lightning mcqueen's there (laughs) every iteration of vin diesel in those films there's just like 20 uh vested (laughs) (laughs) in a line like we are family and pitbull's the cameo at the bottom (laughs) needs to go go frame by frame to see mr pitbull's fucking howard the duck you see him for two seconds yeah 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 (laughs) <laughs> um, then we get introduced to the real best character of this movie Kurt Russell I thought it was Ian McShane when he first got out the car Jesus Christ no because it looks like his character from John Wick I was like he's in this he's just in a suit it's just a man in a I know, suit but he had the glasses um, it's Kurt Russell um, Mr. Nobody and he's he's so charming he's so fucking charming like everything I love that man um, and then we get the almighty exchange of, I really like this Belgian ale. I'm a Corona man myself. And out whips a bucket of Coronas with the Corona logo on the bucket. How many Coronas were in that? Because that means you have to drink an entire Corona for each Corona seen on screen. Like three? I don't think I could oh. drink that. I, I, was I feel like my anything. stomach would be full of like such like awful beer gases that i'd just be burping the entire time you know what you know what i'll be honest corona i like corona corona's my choice fine i just don't think i could chug an entire crate of it i could without being (laughs) Um, sick we we then get introduced to the plot so god's eye it's it's the most (laughs) we're not at the plot um no this is the plot the god's eye you know, I thought I thought they want like, basically hacked into I everything. I thought we were like done. It's surveillance. Um, no, I, this is like under the first Jesus hour, not even Christ. the first hour yet. I, I'm scrolling through my things because I wrote later on. Um, I love these movies' use of the word hack. It's so delightfully non-specific. It could mean literally anything. Amazing. No notes. Just yeah, we've got to hack into this. We can hack anything. Yes. Oh, the hacking us. Amazing. It makes me so oh, annoyed. I, I love it. It's like, like realistically, hacking takes hours. Like the word <laughs> hack, like what bypassing like a firewall <laughs> or like something like this. What I'm they do in. in these films is they turn on their VPNs and then they like <laughs> smash their keyboard and go ooga booga, smash my keyboard like monkey, and then they get through the firewall. They get through or the main whatever. frame. Yeah, for, for some reason, for some reason, Ludicrous is the tech guy in these movies as well. Why? <laughs> I, I, on, on, the, on the subject of him, the the banter between these characters is just so shit. Yeah, I I, I put I put here that Ty- Tyrese is trying painfully hard in these movies, and it's so yeah. annoying. It's so yeah. annoying. Another um, bold bloke as well. This 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 film is literally if you open up a pack of eggs. And look down. 
Hang on, where is it? I, I wrote something else about this as well. Hang on, where is it? Where is it? Because they brought back where all of the it? other characters from Tokyo Drift. Is Twinkie in it? <gasps> Twinkie's in it! Is it Twinkie in it? Twinkie's apparently in yes! it. Yes! Wait, who's A really unfortunately named character from Tokyo Drift. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He shows up uh, like because the, they show the post credit scene from Tokyo Drift. Or is it the ending when Don Tote shows up? Uh, I'll get to that. I have no idea who you're on about, and quite frankly, He's I don't care. He's a side in um, Tokyo, Tokyo Drift, Drift who exists <laughs> to really... <laughs> some quite he, unfortunate stereotype. He's there to be the funny black man in Tokyo that sells broken iPods, and that's what he is. But we'll get to that. Carry we'll on. get to it, we'll get to it. Um... Right, where where are we up to? Um, I've got a note that says, "Oh, this is the one where they drive out of a plane." <laughs> yes, oh. um, they, they they skydive in cars, and, and Dom is motionless in the face. Uh, my my question at that point was, "Why do we hate these movies? Why why, oh, why do we hate they're these? They're, they're just they're like what what other movie franchises like diving planes out of uh, diving cars cars out cars out of I'm planes? Not gonna Absolutely lie. not." Have you seen Cars franchise? Fast and Furious has the same vibe as WWE for me. Yes. Yes, it's just trash. And it's all fake. And I don't believe any of it. No shit, it's fake, Joe. I thought it was a practical effect when... You know, they Yeah, they... no CGI in these films at all. <laughs> no, I think I think that you can tell there's so many moments that things are practical. In the newer ones, yes, everything is CG. But, like, in this one, you can tell, like, when they're coming down, obviously when they're driving out the plane, it's CG. Because, you know, you can't do that. Oh, thanks when they're, like, for clarifying. The air, oh, there we go, then. Yeah, when they're, like, half in the air, it's real. And then when they're driving about and doing all the explosions and stuff, that's still real. So much of it is real, which is amazing. Because, you know, in this, this new one, you see the trailer and you're like, oh, right, everything is just fake in this. So, like... It's nice to know that at a point they were trying. Mm. You know? That's not saying much, though, because this doesn't amount to much. Um, I think the most outrageous thing in this movie is the fact that Brian is doing this mission in a hoodie, jeans, and vans. Just... Who's Brian? Oh, that's Paul Walker. Oh, is it? I, I was cool. I thought the character was Paul Walker. No. <laughs> no. Oh, my Joe, God. did you oh, watch yeah. the film? I did, but I didn't really engage with it okay because it, it hurt me oh and it then and then we get the reveal that ramsey the person they're trying to save um he's a girl but they're but they're a hacker but girls don't know about computers oh, oh silly oh, they must have oh. they, the writers must have thought oh this is such a twist because great women twist. cannot be hackers you thought women we got was a man nothing man about but it actually woman what? <laughs> and now two um, of the cast members would like to fuck her. What? Oh my god, that is actually Pretty the much. main joke. That's the yeah. main joke for the rest of the movie. That they yeah. all want to fuck her. Um, um, I will say, during the car chase trying to get Ramsey, I wrote this note. I'm an hour in and I'm so uninterested. <laughs> <laughs> this was during a car chase <laughs> and I'm uninterested. Um, it's, not, it's not going well. So I wrote a few more notes during this scene. Um, they, they they drive down a mountain. Um, the uh, Vin Diesel just drives down a mountain. 
Um, oh, I'm, yeah. And at this point, I literally wrote, I'm so entertained. Like, that's so crazy <laughs> how we had, like, the opposite experience here. Um, then then uh, Jason Satham uh, gets, uh, gets, like, crashed into by Tyrese. And I thought, that must just be so demeaning. Like, imagine getting, like bodied by Tyrese. The funny thing again, is, it just that pops up again. That's been, so shit. Whilst we've been talking about it, I've got the cast up right now, and every time you mention a character, I have to look. and I have to, I'm scanning, and I'm like, that one. Right, continue. Because... <laughs> oh, no, every, every time we talk, it's, it's, it's a mix of character and actor name. I have, There is no consistency yeah. here. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know the characters' names. So... And then I know the, Dom. Dominic Toletto. That one I know. <laughs> I think everybody is it Toletto? knows that. I know Toretto. Him. Oh, we just know it apparently. So, <laughs> the I wrote the bus the bus cliff scene is so fucking peak. Oh yeah, it's just the Italian job on steroids. Your Kino, like he's he's uh, Paul Walker's in a bus and it's crashing off the cliff, and so he ha- and then it stops on the edge, and he has to climb up the bus that's hanging off the cliff, and as he starts running up it, it falls, and he has to jump off onto the cliff, and he's caught by a car. Oh, it's so peak. So cool. No notes. 10 on 10. Um, and then Jaiman Honsu shows up as a villain. How is that? You know who Jaiman Honsu is? No, not by name. Hang on. Um, Hang on, I'm looking. Is he the guy from Guardian? Oh, yeah. He is the guy from Guardian. See, do know oh. him, Joe. You. He, he was a villain for the sake of being a villain. He was the villain for the sake of being a villain. Um, this is all mind-blowing um, so- crap. So then, right, okay, I, I've got, right, okay, so, um, fucking D- Dom is trapped on the side of a cliff, and there's a row of cars in front of him, and you're like, he's trapped, there's nowhere to go. He's, he's gonna, he's gonna, he, he drives off the cliff, guys, he drives off the cliff. It flips and crashes, and he just walks out completely fine. This is Not a, a scratch. This is a Not a single scratch. That's why he's the GOAT! <laughs> Like, the he literally goat. says to um, Ra- Ramses, the girl in the car with him, put the helmet on, it'll protect you. And yet, he's got nothing on his head, and he's absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah, because we can't have Vin Diesel die. Then what's the point of the film? head cracks like the egg it is in one of these movies. <laughs> um, someone gets, like, a massive bit of toaster, just dunks it in his, like, broken head. <laughs> <laughs> So then, so then Ramsey starts talking, and I'll be honest, I completely forgot that she was British. I, that took me, that took me completely off guard. She oh. voiced one of the main characters in the Dark Crystal uh, cool. series on Netflix. Nice. Which She's from Game of Thrones. Cancelled. Yeah. That too, I've not seen that. Um, um, and then, and then I wrote this note that isn't about this movie specifically, but I love a globe-trotting action movie. Like it just shows us these crazy cool places, and we just blow them up. That's dope as shit. That's, I think that's really. Fun. I think, I think it was around this scene that for the, he said for the first time, "Family." Yes, yes, I wrote that, and that's when I realised I should have been counting because they definitely yeah. say it before this. Um, and then the butts are back. Yeah, I wrote down more ass and tits, slow motion jiggle, Ramsey walking out the water. Yeah, that's a, we know. it's yeah. a classic movie trope. It's a classic trope. Let's go. I, I, even though I, we even don't though, need it, I literally don't care about even it. Even though want to it was um, cars. Th- this trope was perfected back in 2006 when Casino Royale released. With Daniel Craig. And Daniel Craig walked out. Yeah, that's my favorite Amazing. James Bond. We got the same film thinking. Got... It's the That's best one. That film. 
They're just playing cards for an hour and a half. I don't understand it. Joel's got like sense. the worst movie takes, honestly. Excuse me. He does like Thor: The Dark wrong. World. It's okay. And then um, we see a shot of the three towers in Abu Dhabi, and I said, "I remember this one," and I got a little bit excited. Because I knew what oh, was coming. Oh, you remember the? I, I knew what was I coming. I remembered the trailer. I remembered the trailer. I was like, "Hmm, okay, is is that's going to happen soon?" Um, and at this point, I I listened. Got uh, I was listening to the soundtrack, obviously, and I was like, "I love this soundtrack. So many throwback bangers. Get low and turn down for what in one scene." Fifteen-year-old me has a massive erection right in now. In twenty fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then Don't forget those under. Immediately after, GDFR plays. Oh, Jesus. Amazing. What a soundtrack. Don't, don't forget those under, because as soon as they get in all their tuxedos and stuff and enter the building that they're going to have to get the car from, which has got the, the god eye in. Yes. There is more ass and tits. More butts. Because apparently we need that. More butts. There's so many butts. I hate it. Um, and Ronda Rousey's in this as well for a scene. Apparently, yeah. She plays yeah. someone called Kara. Doesn't doesn't the bold guy i can't Which remember his one? name the, the one you found annoying tyrese yeah doesn't he say to this 18 year old girl oh i bet you've got some boulders under there yeah or something like that it's yeah. really bad uh, I, I said i said you need to leave please i'm begging you it's um, so bad oh God. then then they, they they find this uh this supercar that the god's eyes in and um, why is the super wasn't in a car and Vin Diesel casually lifts it. He just lifts the car. He just no. lifts the car. <laughs> <laughs> he just lifts and, like, the car. And like when they do amazing. a close up of him, when they do a close up of him, he's not actually holding the car, so he's just stood there like this, <laughs> like it's the easiest thing in the world. Oh yeah. God, yeah. Uh... Oh, just for the the listeners, I made a, an emotionless face again. <laughs> <laughs> I should make that um, clear. And then we get a girl fight, and um, Michelle Rodriguez punts someone. Which she you know, does. Do you know really what? Cool. Actually, I think we don't have enough punts in in cinema. We don't. We don't have nearly enough punts. Because if like you know, you see people getting kicked in the balls all the time or whatever. But we, like, all the we time. had Matt Smith beating up uh, Jed Leto in Morbius. So I didn't watch Morbius. I'm gonna be completely honest. So I do not care. That was that was a great joke. That was that was a fantastic joke, Joe. Well done. Thank you. I mean, um, factual as well. So. Then Ludacris beats someone up, and I'm officially out of gasps. Who is Ludacris? He's a rapper, and he's the tech guy. And he beats someone up. Huh? Who's the tech guy in this? The one, the, the one that's not Tyrese. Dear, I'll send you a picture of his face. You'll recognize him. Is he the one... I'll put it in... Oh, is he one of the main group? The main yes. There you go. And he's... That's Ludacris. Ah, oh, it's nice to be learning the names as we go, you know, and not during the film experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, then Statham another, shows another... up again. Oh yeah, he just pops up out of an elevator. Yes. Um, but we do get another catchphrase from Vin Diesel. No. Yes, yes we do. Time to unleash the beast. Because oh. guess what? They're gonna steal this. They're gonna steal the supercar, guys. The beast. Why are they stealing the supercar? They're going to steal the car. Uh, because so it's they, got the god's cannot, eye They cannot find the god's eye. What and is the, the god's eye again? Is that the weapon? Trapped. 
It's the MacGuffin. Why is it it's in the, the car? <laughs> so, so they can't find it. So Vin Diesel's like, get in the car. And they get in the car <laughs> and they just drive about for a bit and like knock into Vin Diesel and run him over in the building. And then Vin Diesel just keeps driving and then smashes through the window. Hang on. And then yeah. jumps. Do you want to do it? Do you want to do it? I'll let you do so, it. So, 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 but where are they going to drive this car? They're on the top floor of a skyscraper. There's nowhere to go. He's going to drive out the window. They drive out the window. Um, and this is where I'd like to, uh, I'd, I'd like to direct J- uh, Hamish and Alex to the, um, where is it? It's the quotes. Is it quotes? No, it's not. It's in episode plans. Right. On the Discord chat. Oh, um, this. And you will see a Furious 7 clip, uh, audio file. If you guys could uh, play that now, then um, I-, I will play this for the listeners at home as well. <laughs> he drove out the window! He drove out the window! <laughs> wait, wait, hang on, hang on. There's no brakes. There's no brakes. They don't know what to do. They're driving towards another window. Yes! Yes, do it! They're going to drive out the other window! Drive! Go faster! They're trying to slow down. They can't do it! Out of the window! Yeah! <laughs> Let's go! Oh my god! He's <laughs> into the third one! Oh my god, this goober's gonna get hit with a car! Oh my god, I fucking love this! This is the best shit I've ever seen in my life! So. I'm just glad you're having fun when watching the film, to be honest. You just sound like you're having How such fun. How did you fun. do it? It was so maybe, but fucking cool. They drive maybe. a supercar out of like a hundred story skyscraper into another skyscraper, drive through that skyscraper, out the window of that skyscraper, and into a third skyscraper. That's the coolest shit I've ever seen in my life. That, what are you it, talking about? It's better if you watch this with other people. One of those skyscrapers by any chance skyscraper from the hit movie with The Rock. Oh, <laughs> you see Dwayne Johnson <laughs> hanging from there. Yeah, unfortunately not. That was not. a terrible movie. Uh, Dwayne Johnson had both of his working legs in this movie. I was about to say, when when Rock, when Rock so pretends much, to be a paraplegic and no one <laughs> no one points that out and goes, hmm, actually, that's not, that's kind of bad that he's doing that. <laughs> um... So after this, they, they, uh, wait, how do they, oh wait, no, they, they take it from the car, don't they? Yeah, they take it from the car and they give it to Kurt Russell. And I was very much expecting Kurt Russell to be a Disney twist villain, but he's mm. just a, he's just a kind of cool government guy. I dig oh, it. We do, we do hear the line, uh, I don't have friends. I got family. He finally yeah, said yeah. it. He said it. The iconic line. Um. And I have a question, right? So they f- then find, they use the God's Eye to find Jason Statham and they track him from where he was in the skyscraper back to his little lair in Abu Dhabi. Mm. And Jason Statham is on the run from the government, but yet he also has a Lamborghini? I'm not sure how that happens. Okay, so Xander, you're not going to question how a car has driven through three skyscrapers, but you are going to question how a man on the run from the government gets a Lamborghini. I'm so glad you have your fucking priorities in order. Yes. (laughs) I second this. (sighs) 
um, when when Dom find meets uh, oh, what's his name? Is it Deckard? He's like scanning his list of names like me, and I haven't even seen the film. I wrote it down, but I deleted it. Hang on, um, Deckard. Jason Statham is sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when Dom meets Deckard, Dom says to Deckard, "I'm ready to meet my maker. Are you?" Another classic Dominic uh, to Toretto line. The words haven't yeah. even then, been invented yet. And then someone <laughs> tries to kill Kurt Russell, the bastards. No, not Kurt Russell. How could they? I know. Um, and then and then we get like the the build up to the third act. I'll be honest. This is where the movie falls off for me. Um, and I I put here that they really made this film feel like an ending. Why couldn't they have just ended this here? Like, go out on a high. Money. Paul Walker's gone. Let the franchise go with him. They keep talking about how it's one last ride, but it's bollocks. They've got five more movies after this with the sixth one heavily rumoured. Like, fuck oh, this. Yeah. It makes me feel really icky. I, I wrote this down saying, Vin Diesel says one last ride as he, like, takes the sheet off his car. And my note is, shut the fuck up. There are three more films after this. <laughs> um, also, as a separate note before this, uh, Kurt Russell... Uh, promotes alcohol again uh, as he's like dying. You know when he's in the car. Oh, the, he says you really got to try that belt's nail. Can I yeah. just add? <laughs> I've noticed this. Every one of these movies seems to end as if like they're not gonna make another movie. Think about when it. When we all know they're gonna like, make another we movie. We all it's just, know. It's just Vin Diesel giving puppy dog eyes to studios going. <laughs> Let me. Do you think Dominic Toretto is actually sentient inside Vin Diesel's mind? He's like clawing out. Like Let me out! Now. Let me out! <laughs> um, this is when my brain completely shut off. Um, the film just—it's really silly. Um, so I just like stopped. I lost all—I lost a lot of interest. I'll be honest. So the notes are running thin. Um, I've got quite a few notes. If that I, I've got, I've got nothing until the Rock comes back. So, Joe, do you have anything else for that? So, wait, do do Vin Diesel and? Wait, it's not over. No, no we've still got act. like we've still got like forty minutes left. So what? Uh, my 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 first note: uh, Dom and Deckard meet up. I literally don't care about their feud. Like they get on top of like a a car park complex and are on top, and like they crash into Dom each other. Dom pulls again. out a. Sh- yeah, Dom pulls out a shotgun, and then he like, what was it? He's like, "This is a street fight," and he throws the gun oh, down. Oh, he goes, "The street always he picks wins." Up, but like, he, he instead uh, he picks up a spanner. Yeah, no, he, he fucking. And it's he, a spanner versus metal pipe fight. He he prepares he prepares this shotgun. He does an Ash Williams and saws it off, so it's like ready to go. And then as soon as he gets there, he just like chucks it away. Like, what the? What are you doing? Shoot the guy! I'm gonna bring a wrench to a shotgun fight. My my note on this, which is my review on Letterboxd, is uh, this just looks like the outside of a Weather Spoons on a Friday night. It's just two bald blokes (laughs) throwing fists at each other. You're not wrong. Like, am I meant to care about this? It's just, I don't care. Um, then The Rock comes back, and I forgot he was in it because he's been gone for two hours. Um. And then, so he sees all the chaos going out outside, and his daughter says to him, "What's going on?" And he says, <laughs> "Daddy's got to go to work." And he flexes out of his cast. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, yes, yeah. And leaves the hospital. 
He's the goat. He's the he's the fucking goat. We, um, the guy we also when, the guy we watched for the recap of this, by the way, progressively he's like, oh, they've got like a super weapon. It's no, it's no match for good old Predator. American muscle. It's like, <laughs> and then he's like, oh, and by the way, the Rock just flexes out of his arm cast. Anyway. Like, the the guy was, like, slow... As you watch it, he slowly descends into madness. He was losing it by the end. <laughs> like, and then they go into space because they have all American muscle. And it's like, oh my god. <laughs> I gotta watch that video, man. I'll send it to it. you. It's, it's the one I sent you, Xander, the other day saying, what the fuck did I just watch? And you went, family. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I thought it was like a 30 second clip. You sent me a 20 minute video while I was at work. I was like, what do you want me to do with this? Watch it when you get I, home I from will work. say the, the fight scene between those two men, I don't know their names. Um, it all blurs together. They, they, there was like a long, there was a long staircase and they were like oh, sliding yeah, on a door yeah, yeah. just punching each other. That was cool. Very cool. Uh, that's my one note on this film. Um, I put at this point, imagine thinking five is the best when this literally exists. But this is bad, which means that all of them are bad. <laughs> um, then we I, I skipped a lot, I think, here. But then um, The Rock drives off a bridge in an ambulance and crashes into a drone, then picks up a minigun and says, Woman, I am the cavalry. This is what's so bad about America's health service. It's just Dwayne Johnson riding your ambulances. <laughs> That's um, why America is fucked. Listen, I, I said I ran out of gasps earlier, but now I need an oxygen tank. Because I got, I got more <laughs> gasps, baby. Um, I, yeah, the the cavalry line, I was like, oh, of course he said that. <laughs> Woman, I am the cavalry. Woman. And then, go on. You, you, I think you've got the uh, the next bit. I've got the line. you got the line. The thing about street fight, the street always wins. Um, what does and- that mean? Yeah, and then and then Dom Toretto becomes a confirmed Earthbender, just just steps on the ground and it swallows Jason Statham up. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Like no, because the, the the floor cracks around them and none of them move. <laughs> Jason Statham's like, here it comes. I'm just gonna accept this. Yep. Take Please me, tell me this you know. is the end of the film. We're getting There's close. There's a bit more. Oh. Getting close. How is it this the end? <laughs> so we- so the guy from Guardians, uh, he's in a helicopter and he shoots a, a missile at the thing. So Dom Toretto gets in his car, rides down like the the car park like this, uh, with lots of explosions. And then for some lucky reason, there's a ramp that leads straight up to where the helicopter's gonna be. So he can ride up to it, throw a grenade inside, ride down and crash, and then that explodes. And then some, and then Vin Diesel apparently dies, which I was quite happy with, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, um, and wh- while they're trying to get him out of the car, the Rock just moves like large pieces of rubble from around the car. He just like picks yeah. up like a whole bit of concrete, and just like moves it, just moves it to the side. Amazing. I mean, Rock by name, Rock by nature, that made no sense. But um, <laughs> Dom, Dom, Dom is dead, and to bring him back, Rodriguez suddenly gets all her memories back. And we Somehow. see, and we see their wedding, and Dom got married in a white tank top. What a chad! Yeah, and they like really go at it kissing, and it's really weird. Vin it Diesel is. has no chemistry with anyone, not even himself. Vin Diesel <laughs> makes out with people the same way I imagine a lion 
fucking devours a gazelle. <laughs> he kisses a mirror, and the reflection in the mirror probably walks away. It's that sort of deal. Um, God. Then, have you got any more notes before, like, the final scene? It's not the end. Uh, Jason Statham doesn't do anything. That's my final note. And then, just get lots of course, the, the Paul Walker stuff. So then, um, all the lines on the beach at the end are lined up like Transformers, and I fucking love it. <laughs> They're all lined up like watching them all like be a family. It's like, yeah, this is great. Love this. Um, and I'm, then, I'm presuming that ending was changed when I'm Paul guessing. Walker yeah, so then, then they have this nice moment where they're all saying, like, let's just sit and watch this guy play with his kid. Um, and then and then they try, and then they Vin Diesel drives off and Charlie Puth starts singing. And I'm like, no, oh no. And then they play in, like, a nice montage of um, Paul Walker's best bits of being Paul Walker. And then uh, they drive off. It's that... Um, you know that 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 me that classic meme where the two you drive down paths. two separate roads, and it's really cute. It's like it, what a banger ending. Um, it's just a shame it was in a Fast and Furious movie. It's really powerful stuff after that movie where they drove a car through three skyscrapers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Despite all the <laughs> silliness of this film, it's a very touching ending, and that is probably one of the only bits I respect about this film. Um, I I wrote a little wrap up. If you guys would be interested, I thought you could say I wrote a little rap. <laughs> I was like, yes, you know, rap about Dominic yes, Toretto. Please, um, listen, it's trash, total schlock. Absolutely, it's silly, makes little sense, and it's rarely intentionally funny. But it's just so silly, makes such little sense, and it's constantly unintentionally hilarious. The action is absolutely high, and I want James Wan to do more action stuff. But this is the perfect turn-your-brain-off blockbuster. I know I've laughed at it, and everyone else here hates these things, but I'm giving this a positive score, a rock-solid 7 out of 10. Whoa, okay, I gave it a 2 <laughs> out of 10. No, I gave it a 4 out of 10. No, I gave it a, yeah, a 4 out of 10. But me I think halfway, I'm like lower me halfway, hit it as a 3. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll put it as a 3. Let me change my letterbox rating. It's going down to 1.5 stars. <laughs> um... Yeah, that's Furious 7. It made $1.5 billion and funded Vin Diesel's next four vanity projects in the Fast and can Furious I, films. Can I just say, this would have got an extra half star if because there's a line in it where Dominic says, we don't just need to be fast. I expected them to say, we need to be, need furious, to be furious. But he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. What does he Missed say opportunity. Instead? So I think he just ends it. We, just, we don't just need to be fast. That's awful. Yeah. That is so bad. Oh my god. Um, this this is so, trash. So uh, yeah, what what did you guys bring to the table? So, uh, simply the best Fast and Furious film. I, I, I have to better than all the rest. So yes. So we watched Fast and Furious. Uh, to- sorry, the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, uh, which follows Sean Boswell, played by Lucas Black. Um, as you know, what we'll we'll. We'll walk through the plot before I give you a synopsis, because you've got to, like, understand the leaps that this movie makes. Can I? Can I? Can I explain the opening really quickly? Okay, yeah, you do the opening. So, um, we meet Sean in a high school, and he's very like, ooh, I'm an anti-hero, I'm an edgy kid, I wear dark colours. Um, and as he goes in, there's, like, a weird nod towards, like, American school shootings, with them, um, like, 
ho- ho- like hosing them down like metal detectors and shit. And then we see like a mascot like, oh well, I guess. Like as he gets fucking ho- like scanned down. It's weirdly dark. Um, But then we see like the most American like high school bully thing ever. So not to alienate like our American listeners, but it's like over here. There's a like a joke that American bullies are like, "You're a doofus. You're like such a jerk." And we watch <laughs> these bullies quite literally kidnap someone from the middle of like a motor vehicles class and start hosing his stomach down with like industrial paint. <laughs> the the like, and Sean just kind of looks at it and goes, "Oh yeah." family no he doesn't no, Sh- but Sean he does walks just look in. at it and go damn yeah. and walks away Sean walks in and he's like gosh diggity darn that's Jimmy and his buddies at it again whilst like I shit you not this child has like a hand clamped over his mouth and is writhing and screaming <laughs> it's like Christ. the most horrific it's terrible what oh the God. fuck um, I also made note to say that none of these people look like children. They all look like oh, yeah. adults. Um, Alex, do you want to explain the race at the start? Yes. So, the the high school bully has his car parked next to Sean's. And he's like, his girlfriend's like, oh, nice ride. And he's like, yeah, it gets the job done. And the di- dick joke. Dick joke. <laughs> and then... So the bully comes over and he's like, oh, your car is awful. And the guy's like, well, let's race and fight out. Well, hold on. Like, no, there's 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 the Transformers meme there, which he says, it's not about the car. It's about the driver. And I verbally screamed at the top of my lungs. The driver doesn't pick the car. The car picks the driver. So like uh, this Harry Potter not Transformers. No, it's yeah. Transformers. It's the opening from Michael Bay's first Transformers movie with it, okay, Bumblebee. It doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't no, matter. No, we're we're no. nitpicking here. I'm gonna speed it up. Oh, oh, I'm oh tired. speed it up. Oh, shut up. No, because I'm tired after that like <laughs> three-hour recap of like a terrible film. This film, so like, so the, the I feel called out. No, no, it was a wonderful recap. <laughs> but I'm just gonna speed past the details because they're not necessary. So. The bully throws a rock through this, this kid's window, smashes it, and he's just like, ah, you've just smashed my car. And he, like, gets the wrench. He's like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And the girl's like, well, why don't we film? race for it? And the prize can be me. Because, you know, it's like an early 2000s film, and it's like, oh, here we go. So then they race. Um, Which, by the way, we see we see someone quite literally, instead of, like, undo their bra, they just rip it off. And then, like, and, drop, and then it drop it like a flag. racing flag. Like, it's very that must be the most painful maneuver for that character to go, <laughs> like, that's elastic. How hard do you need to pull? <laughs> By so the way, these are all race. high schoolers. Um... <laughs> so they race, um, they both get in, they both trash their cars, the bully's, like, bleeding like crazy, the girl's, like, screaming, she's covered in, like, cuts and bruises and blood and stuff. We literally see them crash head on into, like, a wall or something, and her airbag, like, explodes in her face. It's fucking brilliant. So, that happens, and then he flips his car. He doesn't just flip it, he fucking rolls it. He totals it. He totals the car completely. Do any of these people die? No. No, no, he walks away with, like, yeah, you see them bloodied up. 
they are like he smiles at the girl whilst they're in the police station. He smiles like that, like like all teeth, and his mouth is just full of blood. Yeah. <laughs> so like it is quite good. It's like, like the, the sap, that's something the, I'll give Tokyo. I compared should... to the other films, is that they do show off their injuries instead of Vin Diesel walking out like um like un- <laughs> unscathed from a wreck. Yeah, I, sh- I should note as well that this movie, fa- the Fast and Furious franchise was supposed to be an anthology at one point. Um, hence why this movie barely includes Dominic Toretto. Is this the second film? Third. No. But it's technically the, the, the seventh. Be- no, the yeah, sixth. before oh? this, it's technically the, the this sixth. is technically the sixth, but this is um, th- this was released after Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah, this was released in two thousand and six. Um, and I, I mean, just really quickly, it re- it it only got thirty eight on to, on the like on Rotten Tomatoes, but the audience score was like sixty nine. Funny joke. So I don't know. It made a lot of. uh, It made like one one five nine million at the box office. Mm. Not good at all. I mean, Avatar two did well though, and that's not a very good film. Agreed. Um. So wait. No 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 no. no. I disagree with you completely, and we're not gonna we're not gonna touch that. How how am I being cooked like this? So what's going on? So they um, instead of like. The, the the cops are pressing charges. They're like, we're going to ruin your life. And they're like, you don't have a bail. And then his mum is like, well, we're not skipping town. And then it cuts to him being put on an airplane. I don't know how they got him out of jail. I don't know how they got around the charges. But his mum's like, we're extraditing you to fucking Tokyo. Japan to get out, to get around these charges. I don't know how this works. And it's really clear that they've done it before because he comes out of the prison cell and he's just like, ah, should I go back home and like pack my bags and get ready to move again? And she's like, no, I'm done moving. And then it flips to him on the plane. He's being like extradited to his uncle in Tokyo. It's his dad. It's his dad. It's his dad. It's his dad. dad. Sorry. Um, um, yeah. Gets sent out to his dad and he shows up in Tokyo, in a brand new country, knows very little Japanese. And his dad's like, school in the morning at seven. Bye. That just, Bye. just leaves leaves the poor lad to like wander about the streets of Tokyo alone. Um, is this just the plot of um, the Karate Kid? You know what? Yes. <laughs> not far from it. Um, the Karate Kid is not set in Japan. So no, but the second one. Uh, I mean, the reboot was, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was. Um, so then we go we go to Sean's school. Sean meets um, the love Neela. interest of the movie, Neela, played by N- uh, Nath- Nathalie. Nathalie. Nathalie Kelly. It's Nathalie. Nathalie. It's no. Nathalie. It's spelled N-A-T-H. I know, but that's how Nathalie okay. is sometimes spelled. Na- Nathalie Kelly, um, who is the love interest of this movie, and me and Alex went, oh, there's a stereotypical love interest because she is not Asian, and they are terrified of pairing the non <laughs> the non Asian person with an Asian person. It it's so clear because they, they, he walks into the classroom and you look around the classroom. Obviously, it's full of like Japanese students, but right at front center, there's this one like Latino girl, and she's like, "Hi," you know, and it's like, "Oh, oh well, th- well, there's the clear love interest because you're obviously not gonna like pair like this southern." american boy with like just i don't know probably one of like the locals or like someone who's been there 
Um, but then he also asks a very strange question when they start talking. He goes, so where are you from? And she goes, well, I'm from here. And he goes, no, not where you live. Where are you really from? And it's like, no. oh, my God. Oh, and things, she's like, does that matter? Things that also didn't age well. The high school at the start has a, their mascot is a, uh, no, no, they have a pinata, sorry, of oh, yeah. a Native American and they're and beating it. They up. are beating it, and it's it gets like sawed hell? in half pretty much by the baseball bat, and the kids start cheering. Um, anyway, right. So yeah, he meets a love interest. He meets Twinkie. He gets, he gets embarrassed in front of his whole class, um, and then he meets Twin Twinkie, who's played by Bow Wow. Um, now Twinkie, like I said, he's just your classic stereotypical. Basically, he's the black guy in the Asian school that is selling broken iPods and is the funny <laughs> short man. And that's his entire character. I love Twinkie to pieces. I think he's ace. But that's that's basically what his character is. Um, he introduces Sean to the world of the street racing in Tokyo, which, you know, you'd think if this kid's just been extradited to another country to avoid jail, he'd maybe stay away from the street racing. Oh, yeah, but he's no. also told by his dad, don't let me see you in a car or anywhere near a car. And he's like, yeah, sure, dad. And then on the first day, he, like, dawdles off into this, like, dingy parking lot with Twinkie, whose car is modeled after the Hulk, might I add. Um, it's horrendous. What is the fascination with the Hulk? Because the Hulk TV show pops up in Does it? Series 7 on the TV. Didn't know that. Know. Didn't know that. Um, yeah, but Twinkie, uh, Twinkie has a car... That is quite literally made to look like the Hulk's head, and it is horrendous. Oh, it is shit. absolutely. I'm dis- looking at it. It is disgusting. Um, Can I just check? Is this the Hulk or Hulk the Hogan? Hulk. That it's modeled. Um, okay. It's not going to be modeled after Hulk Hogan, Joe. I don't know. So we meet uh, at this car meetup. We meet Han, who. Uh, we all know we all know and love and we also meet the guy who is one of the sickest fucking names in the entirety of the fast and furious franchise dk also stands for the drift Drift the drift king oh what a fucking title um his uncle is a yakuza enforcer and everyone kind of like Ooh, he's from he's yakuza um and dk kind of runs the the gig here now the thing is in japan apparently uh, in the Fast and Furious world, uh, drifting is the big thing, and we kind of learned from the first race that Sean cannot d- make turns for his own fucking life. So much so that when he takes his first turn in the race, he goes through a fucking porta potty. So he must learn to turn like Zoolander, turning left. Um, or Donna Noble. Yeah. So Han gives him a key. To his car because he wants to race the Drift King because the Drift King is dating Neela and that's a no go. He's like, let let the woman speak to her, speak for herself. Like, why don't we race for her? You know, just completely inverting that. Um, let the woman choose. Actually, we'll race for you. Lol. Um. During this, he absolutely destroys Han's car, and Han's like, "You owe me a car. You owe me money. So you effectively work for me now." Han is friends with DK and is running, I think, is it drugs? It's implied to be? It's implied to be some sort of a legal operation. They don't specify, like, they don't say, obviously, but, like, it's clear that 
Han works for DK doing something, basically. Also, all the females at this car rally are all borderline nude. Yeah. Um, what is what is this film franchise's fascination with now, that? Now, I what, don't know. What I will say is, Han takes Sean to like this club to like show him his operation, and in doing so, uh, they go through this room with like all these women and stuff, and like the women are like coming to Han, and they go to go towards Sean, and he goes, "He's underage. Don't go near him." So at least you know. There's morals. Uh, uh, at least it's not like your movie when they go up to like an 18 year old and go, "Oh, but you got some boulders under there." Like, yeah. At, at least there's some respect. And the women the are all like, set. "Okay," and then they go yeah. up to Han and like start kissing him everywhere, basically. Um, sh- do we want to speed run through this? Yes. Um, so basically, they just talk about that. Sean's like, "Why have you taken me on? I've trashed your car. I don't have any money. I can't pay you." And Hannah's like, you know, anybody can have a driver or anything like that, but I need trust. I need friends. Like, I need somebody that I can rely on, basically. Because all the I people that family. are working for him currently are obviously, if they get paid anything more, they'll just go off to the highest bidder. But So he's like, I, I need friends. There is a twist! Han is actually siphoning money from DK's operation. Um, He's stealing from him. And... He's Whoa. brought Sean on because for some reason DK really hates Sean to the point that DK refers to him as a monkey. Um, yeah. Which was a moment. Um, and Twink- Twinkie very unfortunately has to say Monkey hasn't had his banana today. Things that the Fast and Furious franchise yeah. has said. It's um, 2006. Yeah, very unfortunately. Um, anyway... Um, it was a different time. So Sean's kind of like there. Women, d- women couldn't even vote back then. <laughs> Come on. Sean's there to aggravate DK. So Han begins to teach Sean how to drift. Han also gives Sean uh, this like new car. Um, it's a really nice car. It's a car. really nice red car. Um, so he begins to teach him how to drift, and Sean begins to like beat people in races. And his dad's like, "If you keep racing." I'm going to have to send you back to America and then you're going to go to jail. So they know they did something illegal there. Um, then it comes out that... Well, sorry, no. DK beat Sean in a race. If my memory serves me right. Um, and then races Han. And during this race... No, you're not. No. Or am, am, I, am I jumping? You're jumping. So what happens is DK finds out that Han's been siphoning the money and pulls up to his workshop with a bunch of other people with a gun. And he's like, you know, it, it's like a, a simple Glock, but like this was the early Fast and Furious days where I think it was simple. So he pulls up with a gun and he's like, you've been siphoning money from me. You know, I'm going to kill you and kill everyone here. So everyone's like, shit. So um, to escape, Han gets in a car. Neela and... Sean get in a car and then obviously DK is now chasing after Han this is the big high speed chase and it is one of the coolest scenes in the entire film and I actually have some really cool lore about this You have some really good trivia about this. So this is the scene just before Han's death where they're racing through the streets of Tokyo. There is a very famous scene where there is the large crosswalk with a load of big crowd of people and they have to drift through the people. Now, it, that scene, obviously, everything in this film was 
practical to my knowledge or very little CGI was used. That entire scene was practical as well. And they actually didn't have the licensing for that scene to they my knowledge. Permission to drift through the crowd. They didn't have the permission to oh, shoot that shit. scene. So what they did is they had one take of it. One take and they just drifted the cars through the streets of Tokyo, filming it as they went. And then they got the fuck uh. out of Tokyo. And then they got the fuck out of Tokyo. Damn. But they're not, like, sued or anything for it. Like, surely they must have found out afterwards. Uh, no, because the majority of the scenes were approved. But it was just one of... It was just that one scene that was not approved. Or, or they just didn't get the licensing in time. Or they something happened. I'm not sure necessarily on the details. But... So, so were these actual people that... <laughs> like, they weren't extras? So they literally could have got run over. No, Quite I possibly. Assume, I assume they're extras. No, there was a lot of extras there, but I, I assume they got like they they put out a thing before the cars were coming, and I assume they were like, "Look, these cars are gonna come around the corner. Get ready to move," you know. Um, it's just that's quite cool. So yeah, um, that happens. Um, obviously, now that we know, it was uh, Hobbs. No, Shaw. Shaw crashed into Han, caused the car to flip, and then the explosion occurs, and Han is dead, or you know, we think he's <gasps> dead at least. Dead until no. fast nine. Wait. So, do you not do you not see what caused him to crash in this? No, one? you just see a car's head. Just a car, just a car crashed into him. That's why I love the simplicity of this film. There's no like fucking MCU plot overarching. It's just a car was there at the wrong time. Han didn't see it. It crashed into him. He flipped, and then his car exploded. Like so the... obviously, Sean is heartbroken. Neela is heartbroken. They're all they're all heartbroken. So they go back to Sean's dad's place. DK follows them, and there's a big confrontation. DK pulls out his gun, puts it to Sean's head, and is like, you know, I'm gonna kill you. Um, I'm taking the girl with me. Neela's like crying. It's really, it's quite a distressing scene actually. But then uh, Sean's dad, absolute Chad, comes out of his house with a gun and is like, I think you better leave. So that happens. Um, then um, Sean's dad's like, you're getting on a plane. You're getting out of Tokyo. And he's like, no, dad. I've got to stay here and face what I have done. I started this, like, it comes full circle, like, Sean always running from his problems. Sean now takes a stand. Um, now we see that Sean, uh, Sean's dad, actually, has this really old Dodge Charger, my my favorite type of car, um, in his garage. It's, like, broken down. It's all crap. And Sean's like, I've got to deal with this, like, at the heart of its problem. So Sean takes Han's money, which Twinkie gives him. He's like, I think Han would have wanted you to have this. He goes back to the Yakuza this time, like, straight to the top, and he gives them the money Han had been stealing and says, I want to sort this. Let me and DK race, uh, and the loser has to leave town. Uh, so his uncle's like, yeah, I agree. You actually paid back. I, yeah, I, uh, I'm down for this. So they, they have a race down this like massive fucking mountain that DK has un- seemingly been the only one to have survived. Now, the team build a new car from the wrecks of Han's car um, and the Charger. The wreck of Han's car, the wreck of the car that Sean first got and also Sean's dad's car. It's like an amalgamation of them all yeah. to produce this beautiful Dodge Charger, which is... Mm, Mm, the cars moi, in this film are incredible. Moy bueno. They then have this fucking awesome drifting sequence racing each other down the mountain. And like, I, okay. 
In my own opinion, it went a little long. And then I realized that I was watching a movie about people driving. And then I was like, okay, it can be given some slack. Um, that It is some fucking awesome driving. Like, if there's one thing I'm a slut for in a movie, it's cool, practical driving. And, yeah, the, the, this all of this would be fucking amazing. It does miss one thing. Uh, Eurobeat. If you haven't listened to Eurobeat before, um, it's a genre of music that goes excellently with racing, and it's fucking amazing. This entire movie missed out on Eurobeat. Uh, when Hamish found out that we were going to be watching Tokyo Drift, I was incredibly happy because, like, it's a favourite childhood film of mine. I used to watch it with my mum on, like, ITV2 on the afternoons when I was a young, like, a kid. So I love this film anyway. It's got a banging soundtrack, obviously. It does have a song. cracking soundtrack. And he was turned around to me and he said... If you want to know how to live in Tokyo. It's, it's incredible. They only play That's the song twice in the film. It's brilliant, though. Amazing. But he was around to me and he was like, is there a Eurobeat in this film? I was like, no, there isn't. Why would there be Eurobeat in a 2006 film? Like, what? Because Eurobeat is wonderfully old and deep fried. Yeah. Yes, Joe. If Is this film, do they say this film is set in 2006? Do they say when it's set? No. No, but it's it's very 2006 in that they all have, like, flip phones. Yeah, they've all got flip have phones, to be yeah. twenty. It would have to be 2015, surely. Oh, that's very true. Yeah, well, Fast well, and Furious yeah. Seven. I don't think the, the, the they were. Thinking... Is... And, and how old is Dominic? How he old looks is very Dom young. in this film? He looks very young. So how does that it work? It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> if you're looking for consistency with this movie, think about the three skyscrapers again. Um, but yeah, no, they race down to the bottom. <laughs> Han outdrifts the Drift King. Han and... is dead. Sorry, not Han. Sorry, Sean outdrifts the Drift King. And Drift King gets the Doctor Strange treatment. His car flips. His his car flips and goes off a cliff. And fucking nosedives. No, but we do get one shot of him being Crawling like his out. bloodied body being pulled out of like the wreckage. He's still alive. But like, yeah, he get, he gets pulled out. Um but yeah, that man should be paced. The ending of the film is really nice. Neela and Sean are obviously together. Twinkie's there. He's having fun. Um, Sean has been crowned the new Drift King of Tokyo. So a lot of people are coming to challenge him, basically. Uh, They're in the original parking lot. They're all there with all their friends. And Twinkie pulls up and he's like, hey, there's this guy here that wants to race you. And Sean's like, no, not tonight, not not tonight. I don't want to race tonight. Um, Twinkie turns around and he says, it's a friend of Hans. He says they were like family. Oh. So the car pulls up. Sean looks to his left. It's Dom Toretto. No. He's here. No. And then the film ends no. just as they're about to start the race. Yeah. No. Well, no it's he, a really he, good film. Well, no, he says he we, says something like we find out. He, he says like something like, "Um, this race, this race might be a short one." And then Dom goes, "Don't worry, I got all night." Um, my only, my only gripe. How does that make sense? My only gripe with this movie's ending is that Sean's car is not the one that him and his friends put together to beat the Drift King. It's some yeah, like yeah, he's new, got like this different souped-out car. Yeah, it, I, it, it would have been nicer if it was the car he beat Drift King with. But aside from that, that's where the movie ends. Um, we we find Why out in Furious sound, Seven sound so much better. that um that Vin Diesel wins that race. Ah, oh, sucker cock! 
Wait, how do we find that out? Because when when they when they meet, it shows that that last scene from the movie, and then they start talking, and he hands him that necklace, doesn't he? And he says that, um, oh yeah, Han said um, Han said you were like you know you said you were good at racing, but like you know. And so, Tom, Tom won that. That's really annoying. Uh-huh. I enjoyed that film going into it being like oh this isn't a fast and furious film this is a film about a kid who goes to tokyo learns that street racing is really different here and has to adapt to it in order to help his new yeah. film friends and family and it's o- just like overcomes it's a like good the bully film and, yeah with like it, amazing it, action like so much, shots and amazing driving it sounds so much better than what we had and it's only an though. hour and 44 minutes like, oh, like, ours was so like long. the thing is, and it was no. If plot. you told me that this movie wasn't a Fast and Furious movie, I'd be like, sure. Like, I like if it was just called Tokyo Drift. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I I'd believe you. <laughs> is this just a really how good many film? bold people are in it as well? Um, one. And was it's it Dom? Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> See. Like Everything the, else about the film is really, really good, but then it's just when they try and like, oh, it's Dom Toretto. We're connecting it to the wider universe. It's like, oh, fuck like, off. Okay, I, I want to watch the rest of the movies that have Sean in them, purely because I care about Sean. I don't care about. Is he in others then? Apparently, I care about Sean and I care about Han. He's he only shows up in the ninth one. I'm gonna uh, after this recording. I'm going to watch the clip from Seven, um, just so I can see more of Sean, and then I'm I'm gonna go and look into the scenes from the ninth, because I want to see Han and Sean reunite, because apparently that happens, and I want to just see more Sean because he's really cool. I think it's a fucking cracking movie. Wow, they, this is taking this is taking a turn. I'm glad you guys liked it. What what would you rate it? I, oh, eight, eight, yeah. solid eight, maybe nine. I could happily watch that film over and over again. I'd I'd rate it seven and a half to eight. See, when I saw it, I thought it was like really dull. No, it's because it's not like the other movies. There's no one being launched from cars and like catching on to another car. It's just a street racing movie, and that's all it needs because to be. Because it's rooted be. in reality. That's what, that's the, that's all what the Fast and Furious be. films were. They were just street racing yeah. films. And hey, now I think the first one's solid. You know, I'm not saying that like what we've got now is 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 bad. You know, there's nothing wrong with mindless action films. There's nothing wrong with it. But it's the fact that a lot of people now will watch the most recent films, go back to the earlier ones, and be like, these are boring. These are boring films. It's like, well, no, because they, they, they were street racing films. Like, that's it. That's all they were. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I think the first one's really good. Yeah. Like, it, it's point break with, with cars and DVD players, but, like, it's... I think it's really solid, and it's got good relationships. Dude, the second one leans more into action, and that is terrible. Yeah. Dude, the, pl- the um, plot of then- the first one is that Dom's crew are stealing Panasonic TVs. Like, <laughs> and DVD portable DVD yeah, players. Like, that's that's all you need. You don't need like this is a super secret death world destroying weapon. And instead of like sending in special forces, we'll go get these random guys that we found off the street and let them drop their planes out of jets. Does the pacifier fit into the <laughs> Fast and Furious franchise? 
I don't think so, Joe. Unfortunately. Oh. Um. There we go. That'll that that'll wrap up the main topic. Um, Fast and Fu- Fast X is is now in cinemas. By, by the time of uh, by the time it's come out, so uh, let us know if you watched the new one. If you like the Fast and Furious movies, uh, let us know in the comment bit on Spotify, or send us a uh, message on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, and we'll uh, we'll get back to you. We will um, not be watching the the film for the podcast, by the no, way. So. No, we won't. God, no. So get disappointed. God, no. Um, this is all your Fast no, and Furious This will be a relief to um, them, probably. Content, yeah. Um, but, before we finish, does anyone want to sell me a movie, or a TV show, or a game, or a music, or a book, if you're a nerd? You're damn right I do. Oh. Um, just Shoot. like I've mentioned, Eurobeat, fucking amazing genre of music. Me and Xander, for the past... <laughs> week now have been doing a thing that we send each other a song every day um or at least when we can remember to and we listen to the songs and we tell each other a little bit back and forth xander this song is going to be the one i'm going to send you today um it is your beat it is called beat of the rising sun by dave rogers it is okay it is the most like accelerating fucking music whenever you listen to Eurobeat, you feel the sudden urge to go steal a car and to just floor it. There is no other way about it. So my two favorites are Beat of the Rising Sun by Dave Rogers. Listen to the extended. And Gas, Gas, Gas. That song is like fucking nitro for your veins. Dude, it's beautiful. Go listen to it. Cool. I like it. Yeah. Anyone else? Yeah. Recommendation? Uh, I'm going to take in a very different tone, probably from the entirety of this podcast. I'm going to recommend the video game Dark Souls 3. Uh, because, you know, we, we talked a lot about storytelling and, like, stories not making sense today. Uh, and if you want to play a video game where the story just doesn't make sense until you read the item descriptions, Dark Souls 3 is a really good game. Um, I've spent hours combing over item descriptions just to maybe get some recollection of the lore. Uh, and it's really good lore, you know. You just gotta dig for it. But it's also a, it's an entertaining game that you can play over and over again. That's uh, so why I would just recommend Dark Souls Three to anybody. Cool. Isn't that the one where it gets harder every time you die? No. No. The Dark Souls gamers don't have a difficulty meter. They just have one set difficulty. Oh right, and the, but they are really hard. Yeah, yeah they're just hard. Di- yes, yeah, so you just die a lot. Difficulty is fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, you just die a lot, and you have to learn from each death. That's it. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Joe, anything? See, I was going to recommend a TV show, but I've just thought of something that also links into this episode. Um, so I'm going to recommend a game that I recently got, which is Forza Horizon. It is like... I, so, little story. When I first got my Xbox and my TV in first year of uni, I wanted this game. But I made the mistake of buying Forza Motorsport, which is just the tracks, not the free roam. And I wanted the free roam. Um, so with money given by the uni, I almost said the uni. Whoops, don't want to dox. Um, I, I bought this and it's so good. And I've done what was in Tokyo Drift. I went down a mountain and drifted down it. How fun is <laughs> it? It's so good. It's really good. Cool. So buy it. Really Go watch buy Tokyo it. Drift, Joe. It'll make you feel nicer about the entire series. It's an hour and forty. But will it? It's an hour and forty. Mm. Oh, um, maybe. I 
I'm going to recommend a TV show. It is on Freevee, which is a free service on Amazon Prime. Um, and it is the show Jury Duty. Have you guys heard is, about this? Is this the one with James Marsden in it? This is the one with James Marsden. I haven't so seen it. So it's, um, it's a half, it's a eight episode, half hour each episode comedy show um, of, well, it's a documentary comedy um, that's about this, um, the, this ju- these people doing jury duty and they're, they're sitting watching a trial and they've got to give a verdict on, but you're getting unprecedented access into the, uh, the life of a jury. Um, there's just one issue is that none of it's real. Um, and everyone involved is an actor, except for one guy in the jury who is real and thinks that everything happening here is happening on purpose. Oh my god. Dear god. It is absolutely fantastic. It's eight episodes. You'll get through it in no time. Um... And yeah, very very funny. James Marsden shows up quite. He's he's meant like the face of it, um, and because he's a like a famous actor, and so he shows up as James Marsden, and he's on the jury. Very very funny. Great performance from him, um, and yeah, it's really really worth a watch. Worth your time. It's free to watch as well on Freevee with adverts. Um, and when I watched it, I'll be honest, I didn't get any adverts, so I don't know whether that means anything. But yeah, worth a watch. Uh, jury duty. Go check it out. Hurrah. And that'll do it. That'll do it for the episode. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here to to, uh, to to listen to us waffle for a while. Um, Alex. Yes? People can't find you anywhere, but is is there anything you want I to say? I found to Alex. Them? I found Alex. No, you didn't. I liked your tweet. Did you not Which see? Which tweet was it? It was, I'll, I'll it was about... Um, the Riddler having autism. Oh, yeah. No, you can include that because the Riddler does have autism. <laughs> um, no, yeah, you can't find me anywhere. My account's still secret. You won't find me. Cool. Great. Thanks for being here. Cheers, Mon. Anytime. Um, Hamish? Where can the people find me? Uh, you yeah. can find me at Beaten Hamish at Twitter, where we like to like and talk in the comments of Joe's old tweets. I like to you say that you really do it hey don't he's gonna do me. it now you've just reminded him um i also i could just block you i have several burners i'll just block them you underestimate my ability to make new accounts you uh, underestimate my power don't try it you will try i have try. 70 alternative accounts um and you can also find me uh Hamish2864, the numbers don't mean anything, but they are on Instagram. Uh, and go check me out there. Lots of fun stuff. Uh, Joe? You like can find me at Cook11Joseph, where I will not be talking about Fast and Furious at all, ever. Um, you can find me on YouTube at Rebel Hoovian, and you can find me on Instagram at JoeCook underscore digital artist. What about you, Xander? me you can find me on the filming and podcast instagram facebook uh, where we post uh, posters every week that he's that are made by joe, uh, our wonderful joe cook thank you very much joe i don't know what i'm, I'm doing sh- for this week i'm sure you're oh gonna you're gonna have, have to make xander into vin diesel oh my god yes <gasps> oh my god have you got a have you got a have you got a vest xander have you got a vest i don't have a vest go oh, get a vest pre-mark put my vest on it's fine i regret this immediately 
Um, yeah, listen, uh, if you want to listen back to any of our old episodes, scroll th- back through um, our Spotify. We have um, we have just one episode or maybe two episodes remaining on our MCU tournament, so make sure you are caught up on those before we drop the next one in a few weeks' time. And um, next week, we haven't decided what we're doing. I'm sure it'll be great, so make sure you're there. Blind pitch, um, question mark? Maybe. We will have a discussion scary, after though. this. Thank you very much for... Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye-bye. Tschüss.